This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So ago, it was Mansfield Town fighting off those nipping at their heels with 11 games to go. But a nightmare campaign sees the Stags swing to the team doing the chasing. One group of points to bridge the gap at the bottom as they welcome the team at the top. One-nil defeat to Cheltenham last weekend meant the Stags didn't put any further ground between themselves and rooted Stevenage, but like in any race, looking too far towards the finish line is a very dangerous game to play, especially as within the next two games, Cochrane's men face two promotion-chasing outfits. the final 11 games come around the corner we delve into if the Stags have actually turned one since Cochrane's arrival from Bristol Rovers defender Ryan Sweeney thinks so whilst the gaffer himself he's got a different view he tells it how it is I can produce loads and loads of numbers here and loads and loads of uh, stats and information and data that we've collected over, over a short period of time but that unfortunately is not winning me football matches at this moment in time I make no bones and butts and ifs about it it's, it, this is down to down, down, down to me and the staff and, and no one else. It was my job to come in and pick these players up. It was my job to come in and change this football club and it was my job to come in and win games. And as of yet, Graham Cochran hasn't won enough games as Mansfield Town manager. Since the gaffer's come in, I think we're all there to see that, you know, there's been improvements, you know, in terms of, you know, the the fitness levels, you know, the performance levels, I think collectively and individually have, have gone up. Um, <clears throat> We'd like to have, you know, more points on the board um, since the gaffer's come in. Um, I think we, you know, we've our performances have warranted that. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we haven't got it, and um, you know, we need to keep keep working and, and finish the season strong, here and accumulate as much, many points as possible. As always, get your comments, questions, and opinion in the live feed in the show for the fans by the fans. This, the Mansfield Matters podcast, it's good to be back. Eleven games to go in this Skybet League Two season. Eleven games which, let's be honest, can't come quick enough. The end of this season is something which we're all hoping for and praying for a little bit after what's been nightmare after nightmare after nightmare. It's almost as bad as a blind man trying to padlock a gate in the dark. <laughs> little joke between me and Nathan there. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, uh, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield Matters. Nathan Edge is alongside me. My name is Craig Priest. If you've only just joined us, or if this is the first time you've ever joined us, welcome. Where have you been for the last three seasons? Well, I suppose you can say, where, you've, where have you guys been for the last couple of weeks? It's been really, really busy. Uh, if you didn't know, Nathan started a brand new business, which means it's now even harder to get five minutes with this fellow to try and organise anything. Work's been manic for me. 
we've, the football's been rubbish. And let's be honest, if we'd have, if we'd have come on last week, we'd have just talked about the same old, same old. It would have been pointless. So we felt that going forward, we're going to play it by ear a little bit. We're going to push it back a little bit later, so it will be seven ish every week <laughs> rather than 6 30 i was waiting for the 30 then i was like there's no, no there's, there's no, no 30 no uh seven ish every week just to give us a little bit more time and obviously uh we'll try our best to be with you every single week and next week cam will be back with us as well really great to have him back as well after what's been a tough time yeah. uh, for him that's enough about us you don't you're not here to listen about our lives if you want to do that follow us on facebook and social media and, and all that jazz um let's talk about um how Let's talk about everything um, Mansfield Town, Nate. Let's look back at the last couple of weeks. A 1-0 win over Northampton, um, which got you another point. Annoying. Northampton? Was it Northampton? Newport. Not, not Newport. <laughs> can we end? It's been a long day. <laughs> are, we, are you sure we should start at 7 o'clock? Probably not. We're clearly uh, not with it. No, we're, we're <laughs> obviously not. Um, yes, so a 1-0 win over, uh, over Newport which got you a point in the prediction league, which was annoying. Uh, and then a 1-0 defeat at Cheltenham. It's uh, the same old mistakes keep, old ha- keep on happening, isn't it? Well, I mean, you, you say, obviously, because um, we didn't do a podcast last week, because it would be saying the same old things, but it wouldn't have been because we won. And we ended up that many times this season. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's three points more than I actually thought we were going to get. So I'm not going to be too overly critical, you know, and... And going away to to Cheltenham, uh, who have got the best defensive record in the se- you know, in the, in the league or one of the best anyway, uh, it was always going to be tough, and we don't very often get anything away from from Cheltenham, do we? So I, I think we won there last year, did we? But the year before Two we all got last year, oh, sorry, we got, yeah. Us, yeah. And, the, and the year before we got tonked three 0 didn't we, on that horrible night? So um, yeah, so I mean, it's not much of a happy hunting ground, and given the form that they're in this year, which is, I mean. Uh, for a lot of season people have been saying they're punching above the weight but fair play to them they've kept up there and they, they deserve to be where they are so um, yeah I, I, I'm not I'm not feeling too bad as in obviously I'm about the whole season in general but the last two games for me good win against Newport and we didn't um, we d- there was no shame in the way we lost at, at Cheltenham I, I think absolutely bear with us on the microphone issues uh, tonight guys it's uh, the microphones we were using Broke, uh, and I can't afford to replace them because they're quite expensive, so we're using the cheap option. So do bear with us uh, on that tonight. I'll do my best to try and uh, fix it, as you can see on your screens, which I've been trying to do, but uh, bear with us. Uh, just turn your volume up. I, I apologise. To be honest, <laughs> who wants to wear it? Let's ramble. Anyway, uh, moving on, uh, let's talk, uh, look, look more at those games. Graham Coughlin this week in his, in his press has been uh, saying, yeah, it's all right, we're improving, but it's not quite good enough, and that honesty is something which we've been crying out for really isn't it yeah I mean it's been getting a bit of criticism from from certain sections of the of the fans saying you know all, all we're hearing is excuses but what can he say you know you don't want him to come out and say we're improving and and, and everything's fine and, and things like that because then this, that's what sort of John Dempster was saying and people were criticising him for not addressing the issues so uh, I mean, I think probably some people can't be pleased no matter what. But, um, but you know, I think he's. I, I like what he's saying. I like his um, his honesty, um, and I think I think he knows what he needs to do. And I, I think we have seen improvements. I think fitness wise, in particular, is is improving, and that was a problem, wasn't it? So I think you've got to give him some credit. Credit. Yes, the results probably haven't picked up as much as we would have hoped, um, but. The, at least with there is positives. Let's be honest, did we really expect a mass turnaround on the scale which some people have hoped for under Coughlin, i.e. winning, you know, going to win games every week and pushing up towards the playoffs? Did anyone actually expect that to happen? Well, I definitely didn't. Certainly not pushing up towards the playoffs anyway. Um, so, if they did, I think they was very naive to think that uh, because it, he's, he's not... A magician, he can't come in and wave a magic wand, and all of a sudden the players become fit. All of a sudden they get the confidence and start performing. And yes, we've got. Well, I want to say we've got a talented squad. We've got some talented individuals, um, but getting them to play as a team and buy into a system, and and you know, and, and as as I mentioned, sort of the confidence to make that lift. That's not an easy job to do. So, you know, it's, 
one thing is important is coming and, and he has made so a lot of changes has been ruthless in the way that he's got them training three days a week uh, three times in a in a day uh, you know doing say so three sessions. times a week that's probably why we're yeah, going that's probably where we're before yeah <coughs> uh, you know he's made improvements there he's made some bold decisions in letting certain players go out um, you know and, and, he's, and he's tried to tinker and, and change things which I think's had to happen because it was broken and it needed and it needed fixing and yes it's still not fixed completely but for me we are getting there and, I, and I'm starting to believe because I, I had question marks when we first um, brought in uh, Cochrane because again he's not one with masses of experience so I question mark but the more I hear his interviews and the more I see what he's doing the more I believe you know I'm, I'm believing that he can actually achieve something with this club given time to bring in his own players over the summer and put his own stamp on it absolutely next season I am excited for next season to see what direction uh, we're going but as I said in the intro it's not uh, it's not uh, time yet for us to, to look that far ahead we've got to keep ourselves focused on this season because like we've been saying fortunately enough we've been matching or bettering Stevenage's results yeah. uh, which bridges that gap but we still have them to play we still have a couple of the teams around us uh, to play and bad results there coupled with a little bit of good fortune for them could drag us right back down into that mire so we're nowhere near out of it uh, as yet yeah I mean it would be very naive to, to say we're safe now but I mean, I'm I'm feeling more comfortable. The fact that we did get that good win over over Newport, and I think that day Stevenish lost. Yeah. Uh, Stevenish have also got quite a hard running, uh, which again should should you know hopefully work in our favour. Uh, and obviously the biggest thing, more than anything, is the fact that one goes down this year. If it was two, I'd be a lot more concerned right now. Yeah. But as it's one, and the fact that Stevenish are you know are a very <coughs> a very poor side this year. Uh, and the fact that it's, it's 13 points, isn't it, now? So, obviously, there's, there's 33 points to play for, but it's 13 points between us and Stevenage. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, you're right. Um, just in case, any, I don't know if there's any midweek matches. So, no, uh, so not I know of. Well, there were, but I don't think Stevenage were involved. Yeah. So, um, at least, yeah, that's that's a good gap. And, obviously, yes, we've got them to play, but even if, we, even if they beat us, it's 10 points, and that's them closing that 10-point gap so I was losing all those games and then winning that amount of games I do think it's quite unlikely but uh, yeah unlikely but you know you still don't want to say we're safe because there's still a decent amount of games we have to play I realistically the Macclesfield home game is is the point where you've got to look at at the start of uh, April uh, where we need to have a, a good enough gap over them to say that's it because obviously if the gap tightens a little bit and then Stevenage beat us those last three games if it well, comes down to a that. nine point margin that could be a nine point swing is, is not what we want at all is it but that's all hindsight and something to worry about perhaps on the future podcasts and uh, <laughs> talk about let's go back to the here and now though. keep your comments uh, coming in, in the live feed uh, as I said earlier I know a few of you are having issues uh, with the sound uh, it's because I'm broke can't afford new microphones because we've had them for three seasons so please do bear with us I will get some more in the summer I promise only if I win the pound production <laughs> production game, so no pressure, Nate. Uh, keep your comments uh, coming in. Uh, Clive's been in touch tonight, and he asks, "Would you agree that we played well at Cheltenham, and it was just one moment of lack of lack of concentration in the middle of the park that led uh, to their goal?" Personally, I would. I obviously was was at the game, and I felt we we played well, and it was one of those where had we taken those two or three chances, mm-hmm. um, you know, which were uh, there for us for the taking. I felt we, we perhaps would have gone on to get at least a point or even you know win the game. But Cheltenham are up there this season. They're a good side. They're not a, mm. a side to be sniffed at. They're up there for a reason, and that's because they seize on chances. They took the chance very very well. Yes, a mistake by CJ losing the ball in the middle of the park and then us not closing down out wide gave Stone very little chance uh, in the Stags goal to keep the ball out. But again it's those fine margins and those fine margins which have been costing Mansfield not just for the last month or so not just for the past this season but probably for the past year if we're being completely honest yeah it's, it's, it's stem, stems a lot further back than uh, than than just this season doesn't it so um, yeah I, that's what I, mean. I I agree I do think we actually played pretty well and if we did take some of those chances then we could have been 
in a very different position. Um, we've sort of been guilty at both ends, haven't we, uh, recently? But when you look at Saturday in, in particular, um, you know, if we put, we had a couple of golden chances, that if we put them away, we probably would have still conceded that one goal, but would have been looking at a 2 1 win. So that's the difference. If we, if we can put the ball in, in the net a bit more, then our defensive frailties won't matter quite as much. But like I said, I said, I still think one nil defeat away at Cheltenham still isn't a disgrace. I still think if we play, if that game came a couple of months ago, I think that the result would have been much worse. Yeah, and the progress which we've made over the last month, maybe a month and a bit, maybe since since January, mid January, has been quite good in terms of tightening up because we were very very leaky. Uh, we were giving away stupid things, and if you look, you know what last uh, four or five games or so uh, conceded one against Cheltenham, clean sheet against Newport, two against Orient, uh, one against Morecambe, two against Carlisle. But again, in, in those two games, the Carlisle and Morecambe game, we're matching them, so it's it's two it's, games it's there not that, that we're we, shipping goals, is it? Mm, we should have not safe anymore. Two, yeah, two games there that we've so easily could have won, and okay, yes, we won't be much wouldn't be that much better off in the league table but you'd be sat here thinking God we've improved massively and and we we should think that because you know it's I know we haven't won those two games but we did come very close to winning them and and if we just at that point if we just had the, the little bit of more solidity yes there's know, the bell it's not quite the same word but it's, it's quite it's close enough uh, so, you know if we we, it wasn't a very bit, good bell push either, so it's it, fair. Yeah, they put an air on the yeah. dodgy microphone either. But um, but yeah, so if, if if we did tighten up a little bit by by then, we probably would have been looking at another four points on the table. Which yeah, the four points will make that much of a difference probably at this stage. But you'd be sitting here looking back at the last few fixtures, thinking yeah, we've improved a lot more. So I'm <laughs> despite where we are in the league, I'm actually feeling a lot more positive about it. Uh, keep your comments uh, coming in. Lots uh, of you getting in touch tonight. Keep them coming in. I'll try and get to as many of them uh, as I can. As always, make sure you hit that like, hit that share button as well, and uh, uh, join other Stags fans into the conversation. This, of course, is the show uh, for the fans, by the fans, because Mansfield really does matter. Uh, talking about the uh, the appointment of Graham Cochran, uh, Roger says, didn't expect miracles to happen. Certainly not. Uh, but there have been improvements, notably in fitness. Fitness played a part when they lost to Orion at home in that second half, uh, absolutely, uh, as well. And he says it's highly unlikely that Stevenage will win a lot of games, so I'm fairly relaxed at the minute. <laughs> that's 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 the. If you as a commentator, that will be known as the commentator's the curse. curse. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, the commentator's curse instead. Commentator's curse, I like it. Give yeah. yourself a bell ring, you deserve it. There you go, well done. Uh, Clive <laughs> says, I agree with Roger. Stevens is showing no signs of improvement and they need double point. They need to double uh, the points per game for the rest of the season than they have yielded so far. Absolutely. But again, uh, one little slip can uh, open up lots of different things can't it you know, we you just can... don't want it to come down to the end of the season where yeah, I'd um... rather be sat here after that Macclesfield after that Stevenage game and saying yeah do you know what three more games to go this is who we're going to get rid of this is what we should bring in Yeah, job yeah. done it's season over rather than saying hmm, you know we're in a relegation battle we're in a relegation we battle right like, when it comes down to those crunch games where you, know, you need a point to go up or you need a point to stay up I just don't fancy us No, it's just the Mansfield way it doesn't you, you hope well, look what happened when right we needed one point to go up. But that's what I mean. That's precisely my point. We had several games to get that point, really, and we never did it. So um, Realistically, what did we actually have? Four four shots at a point. Four stabs at a point, getting a point. Yeah. Towards the back of the last Pretty season. much, yeah. Well, even you could even actually take it back a little bit further than that. In hindsight, obviously we wouldn't have known that at the time, but, yeah, one... Well, that Danny Rose... Rose goal could have been yeah. the, the, you know Oldham could have been the difference but let's not dwell on that again <laughs> yeah let's not <laughs> we've been uh, dealt with that and come to terms with it to I be think, honest I've so. had a very long day and I'm not in a, I've got a cold coming on I'm not in a good mood I don't want to be dwelling on <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah but, but then my point is uh, I, I can't pardon the pun I can't see it happening where it is going to come down to uh, <laughs> You know, a, a point or a game or whatever, 
I really do think that we will, we are going to be safe, but with a, with a good few games to spare. But you just never know in football, and, and stranger things have happened. Paul says, uh, evening guys, I can't see us going down uh, owing to the dire performances uh, and results from Stevenage. It is a good job for us that we have the league situation we have this season. Otherwise, it would be squeaky bum time. Absolutely. Barry stopped us. Uh, well, they kept us in League 2 last season, it looks like. This season, uh, they've done it again. Long live Berry FC or Berry <laughs> AFC or AFC Berry or whatever they're going to call Berry themselves. Berry Phoenix, whatever. Berry Phoenix. Phoenix is from the flame and all, and all that <laughs> and all that jazz. But um, fitness has been mentioned a lot by people in, in terms of uh, where we've come under Graham Coughlin. Is there anything else that you've noticed or anything else which you've picked up upon since the appointment which, is, which has changed? I think his man management. Uh, well... Man management, or maybe he's. I feel like he's got a proper plan. That's the difference between what I think he's got and, and, and John Dempster, for example. So, yeah, I remember going to the. Um, I think it was an evening with or an event along those lines, might have been with the FSA or something, where uh, John Dempster, was right at the start of the season, it came in with, with Glover and, uh, and answer, had Don't answered some. No. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. I think good thing, probably. Uh, gone out of the club, but um, yeah. So yeah, he came out and answered questions from the fans, and I never really got the feeling that he had a real plan. It was more, it was sort of like I felt like he was more reactive rather than proactive. And it, when we saw that a lot with his subs and things like that, and I just, I just, oh, I felt it was probably a hurdle too far for him. You know, he'd done wonders with the with the club at academy level, but there's a big difference, and we've been through that. Uh, so whereas Cochrane. I feel like he he really does know what he wants and he's got a an end goal and I feel like he's got a plan of how to get there but if it's not working he's not afraid to change it and that's that's the impression I get from him I and mean, that's something I, I think is, is good and I think that is going to gain the respect from players and sort of another and I think it's kind of showing that if you're not going to buy into it then you're gone and I think they need that they need to be have a bit of fear or a bit of the fear is the right word, but they need to respect him and, and his views and what he wants to do. I think we've been for, fortunate enough so far to have not had it backfire. But I remember being sat here to, at the end of January, early Feb, after the transfer window, and we were saying, Jesus Christ, why have we let these two players go in, in Cook and, and Khan? Mm. Uh, talking about the impact they've made. But obviously the Mellis one was different because he wasn't really playing and and whatever was going off off the pitch etc 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 but I remember sitting here thinking is that going to come back and bite us on the arse I mean there's still time for it to happen with 11 games to go of course there are but so far genuinely it doesn't seem to have made any difference and and that I think also comes down to the fact that he Coughlin is not averse to putting the youth players in and I know a lot of people talk about Jimmy Knowles and mention comment about Jimmy Knowles I genuinely think he will get a shot at some point hmm. at some point when the time's right um, but no, I I was again I was, I was one of them sat, I was sat here I, I did have question marks about those decisions in January uh, especially certainly towards the end of January on the deadline day anyways it is um, but yeah you are right it hasn't really affected it and and I was I was disappointed about it, but at the same time we were saying that there must be reasons behind it, and and only and and I think it takes a brave manager to make decisions like that to 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 let potentially you know talented players go for the sake of the probably for the sake of the squad or for the sake of the players' individual you know requirements. There's, there's a lot of factors that managers have to take into account it's not simply down to how they perform or how good they are there's this they've got to take the person into account they've got to take the squad dynamic into account there's a lot they've got to consider um but i think it takes a, a brave and bold it's got to be a brave and bold decision to to let them go the way way he did so and at the moment like i say we've not suffered from it we haven't i think what you say there about the the person that's key because we want players and Cockler wants players I want to play for the shirt and fight mm. for the shirt and if you look at the and this is just an example this is is not in no way slating pe- the people involved but if you look at the the Mellis and the Pierce situation both told they could find they were free to find a new challenge uh, at the same time uh, but both also 
equally told that if they wanted to stay and fight, that they could stay and fight. Melis found a new club. Pierce is now starting every week. Yeah. What does that say about Christian Pierce's attitude and the way he's maybe taking that step back, which he perhaps needed to, to you know, away from that leadership role a little bit and away from all the madness of we've been up here and now we're down there because of this and this and that and he's got away from all that and stripped it back and gone actually now I want to play for this guy I want to succeed I want to stay and I think he's improved as well since coming back into the team because he, he wasn't performing before that uh, but like I said I think that step back and, and, and coming back in improved him uh, but no I think that that also goes to show that again when when that announcement came I sort of raised my eyebrows a little bit and thought you know, is he just like is 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 Graham Cochran just is he one of these that has not has his favourites, but when a player's done wrong, is he just one of them that's like, well, where are you going and and that's it, a bit of a David Oldsworth type of manager. I can't believe you just swore on the podcast. <laughs> can't believe you just swore. But, but that's what I mean. I was worried. Is it is it shaky, taking that approach? But the fact that one's gone and one's stayed and he's back in the team and playing week in week out. Proves to me that it's not one of those where if a player does wrong or if he makes a decision on a player to leave them out, that they're never going to get a look in. Uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, apart unless your name is Mario Sterling James, who can't seem to get a look in under anyone. How long has it taken to get that uh, name in there? But anyway, um, but yeah. So you know, I, I mean, I, to be honest, let's be honest, guys. We can even spend our money, which we've got on this podcast, which we may put into it in the summer. Um, we can either spend that on new microphones and new equipment to make it look and sound a little bit better, or we can spend it on t-shirts which, uh, <laughs> and mugs and merchandise Very surrounding the Morris and James. James. <laughs> I think we should just sign him for the podcast. But then you think? Probably not have a minute. Yeah, just yeah. Sign <laughs> him out there. Leave yeah. him outside. Let him play for the. We've got <laughs> reserves. Po- we reserve podcast. podcast. Yeah, mid midweek uh, Mansfield Matters reserves podcast. <laughs> hey, new feature. Covering the reserves week in, week out. No. We will get to see Amari. Oh, no. God's sake, someone help me. This is, <laughs> this is why I... Yeah. Anyway, tangent, we've gone off on one. We are, uh, again. But, yeah, as always. But yeah, my, my point was... Um, I forgot what it was. Yeah, I, I, I've got faith. I, I, I believe that now... I, you know, I, don't, I think it's proved that in a way that it's not one of those that it's just... Oh, he's not good <coughs> enough or he's done wrong. He's going and that's it. He's allowing players to to prove that they're, they're, they're here to play for the shirt and they can come back into the squad, which which is a good thing and that's what you need. Uh, Roger's been in touch. Uh, he says the defence has been solidified by the addition of uh, Kellen Watts, uh, who had a uh, good game against Newport. What do you make of Kellen Watts? Because I think when he first came in, I'll let you have a sip of your tea, I'll waffle. Good. Yeah, waffle, uh, waffle. I'll waffle, it's all good. I'll play some audio in a minute as well so you can eat your sausage roll. When Kellen Watts uh, first came in, obviously he was sort of in a way brought in to try and replace um, Connor Shaughnessy in, in that role of he can play in midfield he can play in defence um, and while Shaughnessy predominantly played in midfield and not in defence it's been the opposite way around this time but for me I actually when he first came in his, his first game uh, played in, in centre mid I didn't really rate him that much I thought no. this, I don't <laughs> think this kid's got it but um, I think it's to do, I think since he slotted into that back line, he's done all right. And I think again, it's the same with Aidan Stone. The older players, the more experienced players like Pearson, to a degree Sweeney, have took him under the wing and protected him a little bit. Yeah. And he's improved game by game by game, and now he does look like a, a solid addition. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, you know, I, I think uh, I, I agree that he probably didn't do as well in midfield. <coughs> and, uh, was it Stevenage he had a spell with? Yes. Uh, and I remember the Stevenage fans saying that he was better in defence than he was in midfield when he was with them. Uh, so I think it must be his more comfortable position, which which should should do, especially as a young, uh, you know, a young player, making it as easy as possible as you can for them to settle is probably the most important thing. But I think what's more important and. I, I tell me if I'm being a bit harsh, but most importantly, it's keeping Preston on the bench, who, for me, has <laughs> been a bit of a, a liability. It's so funny, isn't it, that since Preston's not played, we're not conceded a penalty. It might just be coincidence, but... 
It's not. <laughs> it's not a question. No. And with that, we shall move <laughs> swiftly on and hear, uh, head inside um, the uh, the dressing room in a minute and hear from one of those back line uh, from Ryan Sweeney. Uh, we'll hear from him in a second uh, whilst we get the lawyers on the phone for Nathan. Uh, Roger asks, where's Cam? Cam has taken a little bit of time out for uh, personal family reasons. He will be back with us next week. We have not strangled him. We have not killed him. We have not done any of that. Contrary to what people are saying in the comments, he has taken some time out. Not yet. Uh, maybe when he's back next week. Uh, he's taken some time out to be uh, with family and we wish him all the best and uh, hope he comes back with us soon, which he will do. We'll be back yep. next week. So Good. there you go. Uh, right, uh, that's answered that question. Why is it... You know, if he said... Like, you know, if I didn't turn in one week... I mean, I know it's that... The joy. whole podcast wouldn't... What? Well, I'll carry on. I know the whole podcast wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't happen because, yeah. like, it's in my house. Yeah. I mean, someone else could let you in, but <laughs> figure out how to work it and all that. But would they ask about me? No. I mean, yes. Would yeah, they ask about you? Probably not. Why Cam? I know. I mean, I'm quite disappointed. I mean, uh, maybe Cam we love it, isn't on he? his account. Yeah. I don't, maybe that's not maybe, really. Yeah, maybe Cam has got false accounts. Yeah, probably. Won't surprise me. Yeah. I don't know. We wish him all the best anyway, and we look forward to We genuinely look forward to seeing him next week, so there you go. Uh, right, uh, let's go inside the dressing room, shall we? Not physically, as in metaphorically. We'll, yeah, we'll listen sounds to good. It. Yeah. Uh, let's hear from uh, Stake Defender Ryan Sweeney, who last week, uh, during half term, had the pleasure of uh, being grilled by some children as part of a very well run media workshop, even if I do say so myself, uh, and has also um, been. Uh, uh, has also been in the hot seat answering the press's questions this week. Uh, he's been talking about how things have progressed under Graham Coughlin and how he feels the season is going uh, at this stage with 11 games to go. Since the gaffer's coming, I think for all there to see that, you know, there's been improvements, you know, in terms of, you know, the the fitness levels, you know, the performance levels, I think collectively and individually have, have gone up. Um, <clears throat> we'd like to have, you know, more points on the board um, since the gaffer's come in, um, I think we, you know, we've our performances have warranted that. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we haven't got it, and um, you know, we need to keep keep working and and finish the season strong, here and accumulate as many points as possible. Like I said, you know, performances have, have been decent. You know, it's just about putting them back to back wins together. I think we had a we had an opportunity to do that Saturday, and we've we missed out on that. But. I think it's you know just trying to get the consistency levels you know the performance levels still still risen you know if we can do that I'm pretty sure towards the end of the season we'll we'll pick up more wins I think it's to finish the season as strong as possible um you know we've got a few tough games coming up um you know that was started on on Saturday with Cheltenham you know we've got Swindon and Northampton coming up too so you know we'll take it game by game um you know we'll just focus on the next challenge in hand um and you know like I said I think it's just to get as many wins on the on the board as possible and you know that will give us the momentum to carry on into pre-season and start next season you want to look forward to the Saturday no matter who the opposition is but I think you know when the the league leaders come to town it is it always gives you know an extra incentive for a, for a bit of a scout um you know, I think last season, you know, we would have known all about that being at that being at that end of the table. So, you know, it's it's an opportunity for us. It's uh, it's one to to see where we're at as well um, since the gaffers come in. So, you know, it's one we're looking forward to. To be fair, the the home fans have been have been really good um, recently. You know, in terms of you know dragging us over the line. I think that was all to see at, at Newport in terms of you know when. You know, we've kind of got our backs against the wall, and you know we're defending for our lives. You know, they're they're dragging us through it, and it really does help. Um, so yeah, no, we're all, we're all looking forward to to getting back back at home Saturday, and you know, and hopefully putting another performance for them. Stags defender Ryan Sweeney speaking earlier this week to iFollow Stags. You can watch that in full by heading to mansfieldtown.net forward slash iFollow. Lots of great content uh, on there, including the full interview uh, with Sweeney and uh, with Graham Coughlin from this week's press conference and lots of highlights and stuff like that. And if you're wondering who Amari Sterling James is, like we do every now and again, you will see the odd video on iFollow of Amari Sterling James scoring a goal, which is and, and turning out in random parks for Sundays. You know, for for our reserve team, there were lots of good content on there. Of course, uh, he mentioned in there Nate, about uh, the, the players. They feel that they've come on. They feel that they're they're a little bit fitter, and that eventually we will start to to win games. And like you said earlier, you know, looking at the results we've had so far over the last uh, month in February. Two all draw, one all draw, two one defeat, uh, one nil win and a one nil defeat. 
probably aside from a Leighton Orient game where again we were a little bit flat because mm. we didn't have the legs on a Tuesday night um, they're all games which we probably should have t- taken more out of and I don't think you'd have been able to say that a month ago when Cock- uh, when Cochrane first came in over the Christmas period I think we'd have been you know, probably looking at a set of results which were all in the red or, or negative yeah I mean <clears throat> you didn't really fancy us for any games did you um, and I, I, and in the games that we have played you, you go in expecting to lose but you're expecting to lose by quite a few but now I don't really I'm not really dreading you know, I, I, don't, I certainly don't think we're going to go in and win every game that, that's that's certainly not the case. I think that will be I reflected in the plan right. prediction game yeah, later, exactly. isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. But I don't think we're going to get absolutely battered every game, and that's the difference. So uh, obviously, we're not quite where we where we need to be completely, but we're, we're getting closer. Um, and, and like Sweeney said, you know, it's a bit of a cliche taking game by game, but it's we need to do that at the moment, and it's a good. I like what he said about. Saturday, obviously playing against top of the league, it's a good opportunity to see where we're at, and it'll really give us an idea of, of you know, might up us up our game even more because obviously we've got to really got to work that extra ten percent harder, uh, and it'll give us a good idea of how far off off it we are, if that makes sense, or what what we need to do different and, and things like that. So yeah, it'd be, it should be good, interesting on Saturday to see what what happens. Obviously, I'm not expecting a win. Uh, but I've already know. written the letter L. Yeah, yeah, the L yeah, box, so. That won't be changing, so yeah, that's fine. But for the rest of the season as well, it would be nice to keep these improvements going and try and finish on a decent, on a, on a bit of a high, and then, like you said, take that into pre-season. So I think we probably will see a lot of players go, but you, you're going to have certain players that are going to stay like him, hopefully, um, who will take a bit of confidence out of finishing the season well. And then continue into next season because we haven't had that. Have we? We've had this ends to season for the last two, three years to be very negative. Yeah. So if we can finish on a positive, that could be what exactly what we need to get us started for the next season. Yeah, I think it'd give us that little bit of hope and anticipation going into the next, going you know to build again, to rise again, to mm. try and battle again. Although having hopefully completed three seasons of going to every single game in League 2 I can't say that I'd be looking forward to going to every single game in League 2 again but and uh, one of those being Barrow away probably oh god yeah <laughs> to be fair I do hold quite a soft spot for Barrow for different reasons so because that's where I started my commentary journey if you knew me you'd have known that but I didn't know that yeah you did awful. no I didn't no, and it's an awful place no I'm not, not buying it no, well there you go uh, Paul says if we turn up Saturday then I think we could expect a draw if we don't and the way Swindon are playing then it could get embarrassing well we'll find out what uh, me and Nathan think uh, in the pound prediction game later on but first let's find out what Graham Cochran thinks let's head inside the Stags restroom room to hear from the Stags gaffer who's been uh, looking ahead to the game against Swindon this coming Saturday other one course stadium. You can't ask for better. You can't ask for bigger. They're, they're, they're miles ahead of every other team in this division. They're top of the league. They're winning games of football. Um, for us to come close to them on Saturday, for us to give them a, a, a good competitive game, a good examination, it will take all our players to turn up. It will take our players to give an eight, nine out of ten performance. Um, I believe we can do that. I, I believe that, that the lads are, are, are making them, 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 them small. Um, little bits and pieces of progress and it is a game I'm really really looking forward to we've gone and played Cheltenham last week we've played them off the park we've gone and played Plymouth we've played them off the park but yet we haven't won football matches so uh, I keep harping back to that broken down record I know but uh, it's, a, it's a great game to go into it's a great game at home Saturday I can't wait I, I can't wait to be honest because I do believe our lads are turning the corner I do believe the mentality is starting to slowly but surely starting to change when you work on defending um, you don't score then the other end you work on scoring one end you don't defend the other end so I, I think that has to be a balance I don't think we can concentrate on one end of the park in particular but yeah we will we normally do a lot of work on offensive and defensive work we normally split our days up during the week where one day is, is concentrated on, on one department and another day is concentrated on the other so it's um, I won't solely um, this week be concentrating uh, on the, the defensive side of things because if anything we have got a little bit more solid 
Um, we are looking a little bit tighter um, and we are looking a very dangerous outfit when we go on the front foot and we go after teams. So uh, I don't think we'll change too much. I think, as I say all along, and maybe this is a fault, concentrate on ourselves, concentrate 90% ourselves, 10% the opposition. Maybe that might have to change in order for us to win games of football. But, but forgive me, but uh, I've, I've come in. I need to concentrate on this group of lads. I need to concentrate on this football team and this football club. Um, I can't be worrying too much about the opposition. Yes, they will be scrutinised. They will be looked into. And we will have all our, uh, our presentation ready for the players and, and, and their shapes and systems that Swindon will come with but uh, yeah I have to concentrate on this group of lads here and this, this football club rather than uh, worrying about Swindon Town Graham Coughlin speaking ahead of that game with Swindon on Sassake of course get yourself to the one course stadium to watch that stakestickets.co.uk is the place to be if you want to buy a match ticket and of course I follow uh, is the place to be if you want to watch more of that interview from Graham Coughlin we'll have a little bit more of it in a couple of minutes or so uh, as well uh, but it's interesting what he mentioned there. He's not going to change his mentality. I think, you know, a lot of the time uh, you can become guilty of, oh, we're playing in the top of the league, so we've got to focus on defending and focus on doing this and that. The, the thing that you need to do is just keep doing what you're doing because teams, this is what happens sort of midway in the season. Teams who get top uh, carry this bit of arrogance about them in the way that they expect teams to adapt to the way they play and the way they set up and f- there's a fear factor mm. we have no fear we've got absolutely no fear whatsoever at the minute because of the points gap between us and Stevenage yeah. we've got pretty much 99.999% nothing to lose when we go out there on Saturday because it won't change if Stevenage win and we lose fair enough but it changes that from it, after it, that, doesn't it? it from changes, that point onwards. Yeah, from that point onwards. But going into the game, when that whistle is blown, we have got absolutely sod all to lose. And this is the time now for the players to step up and say, Do you know what, Gaffer, this is what we've worked on from this point till this point, and we're now going to show you that it's it's paid off. Yeah, I mean, let's hope the players have got a bit of the same mentality that he's got, as in looking forward to it, because uh, it will be an interesting, interesting match for us. And like you say, there's not... A massive deal of pressure on us, um, and I, and I, and I, I, like you said there, like we went to Plymouth and and played very well, and went to Cheltenham and played very well, and although we didn't get the results that we hoped for, it's a bit like Saturday. I mean, it's probably a weird thing to say, but I'd probably take us playing very well and, and still losing the game because us playing very well is an improvement to what we were doing before. Yeah, and that sounds crazy to say because no, losing the because game is not the point. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying because. It, if you play well and lose, at least you put the effort in. If you just lose, it's it's yeah, you're not is... going anywhere. You're not making a progression. It's just a we've lost again. Yeah, there's no progression. There's no way forward. And and you'd expect us to lose on Saturday, but yeah. like you'd probably expect us to lose at Cheltenham. And and, and to be honest, probably expect us to lose at Newport. But we surprised ourselves with that one. And we no, I expect I did I did expect us to beat Newport because we always beat Newport at home. Well, yeah, true. And they had quite a few injury issues. Blah blah blah. But 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 anyway, but the. The league table anyway would indicate why they're that far ahead of us now, aren't yeah. they? But, but at the time they were a bit further. So, but anyway, you would have probably given our form this season. A lot of people would have expected us to to lose or draw at least against Newport, and we pulled off a win. More more surprisingly, with a clean sheet. So that's probably the surprising factor. Uh, but but no, I, as weird as it sounds, I genuinely. And I'd be interested to hear what people at Elm would, would say, whether they would agree with me or not on this, but I generally would take a good performance, but a defeat. That probably shows how far we've come. I was probably fallen, I should say. Yeah. But, yeah, it's top of the league. It's kind of a no-lose, like you said, no-lose situation for us. Really, yeah. In that if, we, if we were playing a Stevenage or a Macclesfield or somebody that's one or two places above us, hmm. then you'd be, you know, you would be talking about going out to, to play to It'd be a six points, obviously, yeah, wouldn't it? And playing on the front foot. But you've genuinely got nothing to lose. You can't, if we lose, we lose. It's irrelevant, really. And like you said about how we how we set up, like, they are going to be going to teams and, and get used to the, the fact that they're going to be defensive and then they're going to be constantly. They're, they're, you know, midweek sort of preparation. Be like, how are, how are we going to break these teams down that are going to be probably having two, two banks of, you know, four at the, at the back and things like that. that they got a break through. That that's probably going to be their way of sort of setting up, and that's because they've become accustomed to that. But if we can come out with a different dynamic and 
and attack them a bit more and, and take the game to them, we could take them by surprise, a bit like a few teams did to us last season. And, and you know, you never know, we maybe could go and get something out of it if we can just hopefully have a shooting boost on that that game. And what a catalyst to build upon as well that one would be. Uh, Ro- uh, Roger says, Stakes will have to be very clinical against Swindon. The odds are against us, but we are good enough to beat any team in the league. But they have to perform a little better up front uh, from last week. I don't even think it's necessarily that. Yes, we've got to take our chances. We've just got to be tighter. Because if it wasn't for that one mistake, Aidan Stone would have been beaten. Uh, quick word on him, by the way. Obviously, got that clean sheet on his football league debut. Fantastic for mm-hmm. him uh, against Newport. Only conceded one of the two games he's played so far. Not had too much to do. But the psychology behind it, you can't fault. Because by putting a young goalkeeper in, as Cochrane said before that Newport game, it gives those defenders, those more senior players, something to protect the the father in sort of nature gene sort of comes out a little bit doesn't it and yeah. so far it's it's worked because it made it a little bit tighter but also it looks quite comfortable for a youngster for a young goalkeeper quite vocal as well which I think we've missed yeah I, I think it's a bit of a masterclass stroke from uh, Graham Cochran to be honest because you probably look go back to early this season when we had Conrad Logan in goal and, and things weren't going right and he was getting sick from the crowd and things like that and I personally feel like the defenders were happy to let him take the take the brunt of it. Yeah. And they were happy to, in some ways it was like, you know, if the ball's come into the box, they sort of would rather let him take the responsibility of it and, and not deal with it and concede, rather than them try and deal with it and, and still not deal with it and concede and take the blame themselves. So it's like they were happy to let him take the fall. Whereas now that mentality has shifted a little bit. We've got... We've had the middle bit where we've, things have sat down a little bit with, with Bobby and goal, but still haven't been fully fixed. But now, all of a sudden, we've brought this young keeper. It just makes the, those defenders think a little bit more. You know, concentrate that probably 5%, 10% more whenever, when, they, when they're defending. Because they're thinking, you know, this young lad has got his chance now. Let's, let's, let's protect him more. And, and by protecting him more, you're protecting your own goal your own goal more yeah, that's it, actually the point of defending you know, it, it goes back to the Murray method doesn't it what did he say when he was manager if you look after the the 1% the 1% the 99% will take care of themselves yeah. so it's the smaller percentages and the smaller little things you can do to alter and affect a game which which matter more and I think that's been shown by Clockham by bringing Aidan Stone I think later in the season when Jimmy Knowles inevitably gets a bit of a run out and maybe Jordan Graham comes back a little bit fitter as well and things like that, that might have an effect well, uh, as well. It's, it's, it's the, the keeper, you could say the same with Watts as well. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. doing exactly the same thing. Obviously you've got to be careful not to overdo it, but I think the way, that they've sort of both come in at different times, so that's that's important. You've not just thrown two youngsters straight into it and say, right, go on that's it or throw, he hasn't thrown any more in there he's done it the right way uh, which seems to be working which is great um, and I had another point which I've completely forgot because I just said that and what was it it was a good point as well but it's gone <laughs> it's gone a good point it was but it's was gone it? yeah it's, I've, what I was it roughly about can you remember it was about oh, the mentality blah 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 mindset it might come back well, there you go. Go to the next bit, Michael Mike. All right, I will. I'll move swiftly on. I'll go back to Graham. Yeah. Um, uh, Clive in the comments um, is trying to get me to do a Graham Cochran accent. Don't. Uh, don't I'm, even encourage I, no, him at all. Don't worry, you don't need to it encourage me. I'm, I'm not going to do because if you've seen him, <laughs> I'm not messing with him. I'm, I'm, no, not not a chance. I'm, I'm not doing it. No. Good. Until he leaves. I'm happy with that. Until he leaves. Until he leaves. <laughs> Until he leaves. <laughs> A bit like Steve, oh, uh, uh, Cheers, Clive. Uh, uh, every week, mate. Every, Steven. every week. Right, uh, back to Graham Cochran. Obviously, we're in the stands and the players are saying we're making improvements. We are making improvements. But, as we said at the very top of the show, um, Graham Cochran is a character who is honest, he's truthful. And, to be honest, whilst we're putting things in a good perspective and things like that, the gaffer isn't quite happy because one word, three letters, is still not happening. It's pretty hard to take anything away from uh, games of football when you're not winning. Um, yes, I, I, I get and I, 
and I fully understand where, where, where people are coming and, and you know we've been out and about in the town yesterday the lads have, have, have been kicking about and people are patting you on the back but let's not pat us on the back for losing games of football we're, we're here to win games we're here to, to bring success to this football club um, yes I can see the change yes you can see the uh, the, 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 the margins and, and where we're going with it and, and you can see the improvements but at the end of the day me and myself as a player as a kid growing up my life was built around winning and uh, well, that was drummed into me from an early age and I'd like us to have that mentality um, yes it's nice to play pretty yes it's nice to dominate a, a promotion chasing team but look we look back at the Plymouth games and we've, we've done that as well so we haven't won games of football so that's that's probably the most uh, disappointing part for myself but everything else is uh, I'm probably going to contradict myself here, but everything else has been uh, has been really, really uh, productive. Has been really, really positive. To be quite honest, the players' reaction and, and the way they've gone about themselves, held themselves, and now going into games slightly more confident than they were previously. So uh, yes, it's it's uh, it's it's about winning. So so let's not uh, let's not paper over over any cracks. It's, uh, the game of football is about winning. Well, I don't think it was any great secret. They were beat up. Um, they were negative. They were beat up. They they just felt they couldn't uh, they couldn't put one foot in front of the other when when we came in. Um, naturally enough, they weren't uh, they weren't quite the fitness levels weren't quite where I wanted them. So uh, it, it's tough when you're not winning games of football. Yes, the over the the, the hangover from last season and and, and what have you. Um, there was lots and lots that 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 wasn't quite to my liking, um, and we needed to we needed to shape and and, and fix. Now I think we're making change. We're, we're uh, slowly but surely getting there. Performances, stats, uh, domination of games. Um, they they would all suggest there is and there has been a positive change. But like I say, and I keep going back, and I'm like a broken down record. The the only one that will satisfy me. Um, the only stats, the only numbers that will satisfy me is, is three points on a Saturday, is, is uh, climbing up that table, is, is, is making progress in the division, in the league, and is winning games of football. And that's the only stats that will please me. I can produce loads and loads of numbers here and loads and loads of uh, stats and information and data that we've collected over, over a short period of time. But that, unfortunately, is not winning me football matches at this moment of time. I make no bones and buts and ifs about it. It's, it this is down to down, down, down to me and the staff and, and no one else. It was my job to come in and pick these players up. It was my job to come in and change this football club and it was my job to come in and win games. And as of yet, Graham Cochrane hasn't won enough games as Mansfield Town Manager. It's a very bold statement from the Stags gaffer speaking to I Follow Stags earlier this week. Watch that in full. Mansfieldtown.net forward slash I follow. Graham Cochlin hasn't won enough games as Mansfield Town manager. It's a harsh thing to put on himself, but I actually rate that honesty because mm. you, you get so many managers coming in, so many coaches coming in saying, oh yeah, we're doing this right, we're doing that right, we're doing this percent right, we're doing that percent right, but it's just not coming up on the pitch and it'll come eventually. I like it saying, yeah, we do, we're doing it, we're, we're making slight changes, but it's not good enough and I don't accept it. Yeah. I, I value that honesty. I do, yeah, and, he, and he's, like, he's taking real ownership of it as well uh, by you know, definitely saying his own name, you know, I haven't done this, you know, it's yeah. my, job to, my job and the staff's job to win football matches. He's taking a bit of the pressure off the players, uh, but he's also owning it. So he's going to go into that dressing room and be like, this is what I want you to do. And it's like I said right earlier at the top of the show when I was saying about getting the respect to that dressing room and, and getting them to buy into what he's doing. And if he really believes in his own doing and takes ownership of it, um, you know, the players will buy into it. And you know, they will start thinking, right, this is the way he definitely wants to do it. There's no, there's no ifs and buts about it. He knows what he wants and he's going to try and get it out of the players. So I think that, to me, it's good management. Yeah, and you, you're seeing it on the pitch. You are seeing it in our performances. And it's like uh, Roger says in the, the comments, we have to be patient, that's the key. And yeah, we do. We, we've just got to be patient, but cautious. Mm. Um, patient, yeah, because it takes time to build that. I thoroughly believe that once August comes around, we'll be ready to hit the ground running with quite a few new faces, if we're honest, with yeah. one or two of the old guard uh, for, for good measure. Uh, just to sort of tighten it up and players that I've really brought into what Cochrane is trying to do uh, now. Um, but again, it's 
it's one of those, isn't it, where you're patient, yeah, but you're a little bit cautious as well. You've got to you've got to put the work in, and nobody expects us to do anything against Swindon. Probably not against Northampton, but that we the later on in March when those games are coming up against your Salford, your Warsaws, etc. Those are the games where you need to be getting those performances right. And I think that is is the area where Cochrane will be working towards, and he will know he'll have a point, points target in his head. And I, I think if you look at where we were when he first came in, which was not a lot changed to where we are now, mm. a lot has changed, and the players are certainly buying into that. But it's also good on the same on the, by the same respect that. He knows it's not quite good enough, and I don't yeah. think he will stop until it is beyond good enough. Yeah, no, definitely. And I say it'll be it'll be an interesting end to the season. Obviously, <clears throat> let's say and hope that we do get enough points on the board to stay up, or, or, or Stevie don't do good enough to you know to to close that gap, which is obviously what we're all hoping and praying for. But um, <clears throat> it'd be interesting to see. What happens with those performances and what what else he does? Because I don't think he's done with these big decisions and changes. No, you know, no, 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 no. I think no. He's not even scratched the surface. No, I think there's more to come, and probably more to come by the end of the season. I think the minute we are safe, I, I think he'll really be quite aggressive in his approach of how he is going to change this squad, uh, because I think that's what he knows he has to do. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see how it happens, and and what I'm looking forward to is these games against the likes of Swindon and Northampton and the teams that are up there at the top of the table. As we sort of mentioned a little bit with Saturday in mind, they're kind of no pressure games for us at, at this stage because the gap's so you know quite big. Uh, so they're the games where we, where we've really got this opportunity to perform and do well. Then it gets really interesting when we do have these because the expectation expectation levels have now been lowered so far uh, that we're expecting to lose and anything like a loss or anything above that with let's like, say a good performance but a loss is is, a, is a probably going to be positive but probably against the likes of Warsaw and Salford that that bar goes up a little bit and you're expecting a bit more and that's where it'll be interesting to see how we how we do in them games because we haven't had many of those really have we. In no recent times, so uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting uh, to see what we're doing. Those uh, final comments uh, from you guys tonight. Thanks as always for getting involved. Uh, Roger says what he achieved at Bristol Rovers shows he's no slouch. He can do this for the Stags. I firmly believe uh, he can as well. But again, that process has already started, but it will intensify um, and galvanise itself uh, by the time we get to the end of towards the end of April. Um, we'll certainly see uh, where we are. Bit of housekeeping to do, as always. Time for the pound prediction game. You've brought a pound. Am I due a pound? Yes. Well, actually, I probably yes. have got a pound this somewhere. Is, this is the week where you are due. Uh, your never your, your ten pounds prepayment is up. My ten pounds prepayment. It, it worked quite well for you because you, you scored two points in that little period ah, where you got there. Uh, those who are first-time listeners or first-time viewers for the podcast. Uh, this series, uh, our feature has been the pound prediction game where myself, Cam and Nathan uh, put one pound per game into the pound prediction pot. We have to get the result right on the nail to take a point. The person with the most points at the end of the series takes home uh, the contents of the pound prediction uh, pot, which is one of our Mansfield Matters mugs, which we didn't sell on, on Legends Live, which uh, was... Uh, a couple of years ago now um, and the oh, mug it's itself costs basically they're just these loads off screen which you can't see uh, there's quite a lot of coins in here there's also quite a few notes in here as well so uh, we're doing we're doing well um, Nathan's ding there we go. Well, there it is Found. there's yeah. the, there's the pot in front of you there we go dropped there it is in uh, right and here's mine as well just so you can see it is in there you go there you go it's in it definitely went in thank you for contributing um, to my uh, winning yes no problem always a pleasure <laughs> um, right come on then uh, you are the can leader can I just remind the, the viewers and the listeners that uh, you know I was branded Mr Negative and uh, here I am miles in the lead yeah five you are winning five points to one at the moment correct games predicted so far uh, Newport away uh, Northampton at home uh, Bradford away uh, where else did you get and then the last mm, couple Newport, which, uh, Newport at home and uh, 
was a game before that, wasn't it, I think? Orient away, yes, Orient away, yeah. two one, yeah. Uh, so there you go. Right, come on. I've already written. The, I've already put the L. Put the L, yeah. Good call. Um, I think it'll be a two 0 defeat. Two 0 defeat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm tempted to match you because then <laughs> I, I get a point. But I genu- I do think we'll score. Um, so I think I'm going to. Sorry, lads. Two uh, one defeat. I'm putting a two one loss. Mr. Negative. Uh, yeah, Mr. Negative. But the positives <laughs> will start in uh, March, I, I promise. To be honest, I need some points. Mate, not for me, <laughs> not not for me, but for the podcast, for the dear listeners, because the con- the winning don't con- give, don't the, the winning I know contents, what you're trying to do right now. So the, winning, the winning contents, if I were to win the, the town <laughs> prediction game, would be reinvested. It wouldn't go into my own pocket. I mean, I wouldn't take it on holiday with me. Uh, and what do you think at home? Like this, uh, this money. You know, when you know, when I win it, when if I were to win the points, I'm just saying that is what I'd do with it. But is it? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I've got the choice. I could do that, or I you could just could spend go it. back to Marbella for a few days in the sunshine. Yeah, I mean, would it play? It probably what, would pay for what, flight, wouldn't it? But yeah, they can get cheap. Flights I mean, quite cheap these days. Let's let's work out what your actual winnings would be, right? Uh, ish. Right? So three times forty six. Should be uh, 138 pound, but it won't be because some, some of us have missed Mister Weeks and some It'd people. Maybe around are... 100 pound, you know. Yeah, but get... around the 100 pound, I pound get... mark, I would safely say. Yeah, 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 I can get a return flight to to Marbella for that. Yeah, if you so... shop round. Yeah, easy. You can also right. get some good quality microphones though, and a better quality camera. Well, I don't think I'd go far enough. I think maybe we should look for a nice sponsor out there. Any businesses out there listening? You own one. Yeah, well, we're not very established yet. We haven't got money to just throw at advertising. Even though it would be worth it, but, you know, give it time, give it time. Give it give it time. I'm really joking. Man's for Dog and Daycare. Sponsored. I am going to start charging for clubs. <laughs> maybe every that. every time you mention it, maybe I'll take a point off the power prediction game. What what business? What are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> I knew if I threatened you with that, you'd, uh, you'd go well. Uh, as always. Uh, as always, it's been a pleasure to have your company, Nathan, and of course, uh, you guys at home watching on the live feed as well. If you listen to the audio version of this and want to come and join in the fun, in inverted commas, uh, you can come and join us every single Thursday at our brand new time of... Seven-ish. Seven-ish uh, every single week, every single Thursday. We're back next Thursday with Cam as well fingers crossed we hope he's back with us uh, next week he says he is I'm sure he said he's coming back next week yeah so I did pay attention to him in the group chat fingers so, crossed I've, yeah. I've not even looked at the group chat for going to that long but yeah a couple of hours since yeah, I said I was picking you up yeah, so there you go uh, yeah so Cam will hopefully be back with us next week as well as always uh, keep liking keep sharing keep commenting uh, head over to our website www.mtfcmatters.co.uk I know that we've been about as consistent as the stags this season in terms <laughs> of putting our podcast on regular and I do from the bottom of my heart wholeheartedly uh, apologise hopefully in the summer we'll be in a, a place to uh, bring you some extra content as well and try and take it uh, up a level and rectify uh, for that those episodes with players and things like that hopefully we'll be in a position uh, to, you know, to be able to bring more of those you know, hopefully I love uh, those so they, they are good episodes to be fair if you've missed any of those uh, head over to our website mtfcmatters.co.uk some great stories on there as well and I was thinking if we did it as just audio form like we did with Paul Connor the pool of players would be much wider as well that's we're, we're having a meeting now so we'll turn yeah. the cameras off live on, live on Facebook somebody <laughs> take the minutes will you uh, that's pretty much it uh, get yourself to the one course stadium if you can on uh, Saturday support the boys top of the league of course going to be a tough test but you never know what is around the corner Graham Coughlin and Ryan Sweeney and everybody associated keeps talking about turning the corner hopefully we'll do it although there's something in my head Saturday we're playing Swindon and technically, when you go to Swindon, you turn a corner, you go round a roundabout, and then round another roundabout, and then another roundabout, and another roundabout, and you keep going round and round in circles, which probably explains why Mansfield are where they are. Thanks for listening, I'm Craig Priest, he's Nathan Edge. If you're on a roundabout, get off at the nearest exit and take your way to a better place indeed. See you next Thursday at 7-ish on the show for the fans, by the fans, why? Because that's my that. You better believe it. It was my job to come in and pick these players up. It was my job to come in and change this football club and it was my job to come in and win games. And as of yet, Graham Cochran hasn't won enough games as Mansfield Town Manager.
away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.